this is Michael Bosey. Welcome to my podcast, Marketing Without the Marketing. I'm really happy that you're here today, especially since you're joining me in the middle of a series about podcasting for authors, uh, sort of mimicking the idea of a rolling book tour um, or a virtual book group, something where we can gather in a digital space and do readings from your book and discuss it, right? Sounds pretty cool. Now, I've talked about how to produce an episode, what the format should look like, and then the sort of nuts and bolts of getting the thing launched and on a website and hosted. Today, I want to talk about how to promote this um, and ways to do so efficiently. So let's get started. Now, in the last episode, I mentioned that Apple will help you out a lot in the early days of your podcast by putting you in a category called new and noteworthy. But eventually that's going to run out and you're not going to get that shine from Apple. That'll run out. You're going to be alone in the woods trying to, you know, do the promotion that we all do for our blogs and videos and podcasts and music and artwork and all of that. We got to do our own promotion. So let me just walk you through my strategy. Um, I've been running my podcast since uh, July 2015. And here's what I do. Um, First of all, I schedule my episodes to publish uh, at about 6 a.m. on Mondays. Um, And I do this because most of them tend to be for small business owners and other folks who, uh, you know, might be listening to this while commuting. You know, I know that's different in the time of COVID now where people are working from home, but that was, you know, that was where I started. It tended to work for me. I tried a couple other times during the week, but... uh, Mondays is what stuck. And then once you find that, you want to kind of stick to that so that your your listeners expect to see something in their feed at a regular time uh, and at a re- on a regular day of the week, right? So anyone who's subscribed via any podcast app is going to get it in their feed. So for me, all I got to do is publish it and thousands of people each week are going to see it appear on Monday morning. That's great. But we can't stop there. Let's do a little bit more. So two things to do. One is social media. And um, one thing I'll do is when I'm writing the excerpt for my blog post, um, I'll use that excerpt to create social posts because that excerpt doesn't show up anywhere else. It's only on the slash blog page. So when you publish this to social media, via email, someone shares a link, it may pull up the meta description, the title, all this other meta content, but the excerpt is excluded from that. So that means you can use it for social posts. And then basically I'll post this to Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or, you know, any other democracy destroying platform of your choice. Uh, You can auto post it if you like. I tend to do these manually for the most part, just so I have some control over it, but there are plenty of plugins and other features that will allow you to schedule posts and all that. I invite you to, uh, to do that if that makes your life easier. Maybe you never have to open Facebook ever again, and that would be welcome to you. But the big thing for me is using email. You know, social has limited effect, um, especially since there's so much noise out there. The algorithms are going to tamp down any chances that you have of being able to reach a new audience with maybe the possible exception of Twitter where, you know, you can go and find people who you don't already know. But even so, social is always a distant third 
uh, in the strategies that we use here. So email for me is the winner. And um, for me, I use MailChimp. But look, there are dozens of other options to run an email list. Um, and I set up my email newsletter. I hate that designation. I've done an episode on that. Yuck. Um, but I set it up as a feed, as something called an RSS feed, so that when I schedule my podcast to publish in my blog at 6 a.m. on Mondays, MailChimp will automatically send out a message to everyone at 11 a.m. that day. It's a very simple message that just says, hey, look, there's a new episode uh, that just published this morning. It's got a title, a little teaser, that's that excerpt, and that's it. I don't have to do anything each week. I set this up once, and it runs forever. So it's kind of cool. Now, keep in mind, this ties into what I would consider an advanced strategy um, because I want people to opt into this, right? If you're going to send people a feed where it's something that's automated by a robot, like we want to make sure that they know that's what they're getting, right? So that you set expectations. So if you look, for instance, on my subscribe page, which is controlmousemedia.com slash subscribe, left a link in the show notes so you can just click and not type. I allow people to opt in to my weekly notifications. So they have to select, yes, I would like to receive your podcast, and they get to select their frequency as well. So in other words, yes, send me every episode, or hey, don't do that, send me a digest every month, and that'll send them the two, three, or four episodes I've done that month. They get to pick. And here's the kind of cool thing, because people have a choice in what they receive and how often, uh, my open rate is excellent for these messages. So even though it's auto-generated, because I've set expectations with them, they're getting what they want, right? They're getting what they expect. It's their choice, not mine. And again, I only had to set this up once and then it just runs in the background. Huge time saver. And this strategy is where I'm generating most of my lessons, right? From the pod apps themselves, and this email notification that goes out uh, each week as well. That's where most people are listening from. Uh, I can tell by the data, uh, social much, much less so. So if you can set this up, I mean, a uh, huge time saver and, get, and can help you gain a wider audience, get people subscribed. And again, if you're trying to run this as a book discussion group, you want to invite people into this community. You want to invite discussion, questions, comments, uh, and you'll have a much, much easier time with email in doing that. All right, in this episode, I've gotten into some more advanced strategies, which you may not feel confident in setting up. So give me a shout and let's do a session together. You can go to controlmousemedia.com slash strategy. Uh, left a link for you in the show notes for that. Uh, or you can join me on Patreon. I have an option. Uh, if you pick the strategy level, we can do a weekly check-in and we can use that for anything you like, whether that's strategy or helping you actually set up uh, this email thing so that it'll run automatically. Let me help you do that rather than you struggling with this. All right, but that'll about do it. Hope that gives you, well, everything you need to know to get a podcast up and running. But I want to talk about one more strategy, again, an advanced strategy. 
And that'll be the topic of the next episode. I want to talk about how you can create an audiobook at the same time that you're doing a podcast. This really gets into the nitty gritty, and I'll look forward to sharing that with you in the next episode. See you then.